Good afternoon. It's a Friday afternoon, and uh, it's afternoon. We're gonna talk about uh, big data. as a word. Uh, the role of big data in innovation, and uh, we have here with us Simon and uh, Louis Flip. Yeah, hello. Experienced uh, um, colleagues of mine here at Creax, uh, and uh, I am Bart. So uh, let's have a chat. Indeed, today we want to have a small discussion here uh, about data or data science, big data and everything which has to do with data, how we use it and how we approach it, how we look at it at CREAX, uh, but also what are the limitations, um, what not to expect from data and all of the buzzwords around it. You name it, big data is a buzzword, isn't it, Simon? I guess it is, it certainly is. And it's a, it's a discussion we had quite a few times with ourselves internally and with our customers as well. Why do you think it's a buzzword? I think it's uh, a buzzword, probably because it has a lot of potential in it, big data. People have expectations about it. People have expectations about it, but nobody really understands exactly what it's about, but they know that there's value in it. And if you don't move along on the wave of big data, you, uh, you will get behind. I think that people tend to use it because they're afraid to get behind of, uh, of the pack. of the. So you know that the Holy Grail is hidden somewhere and now the challenge is to, uh, to dig it out from the big data, isn't it? I think that's what people believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not sure if that's the truth or uh, that's, that's reality. I think uh, there can be a lot of insights and new things to learn from data and big data. Yeah, data and big data are different things, but yeah. It's not because you have data um, available, if it's available, that, that you will get the insights from it. It's one of those things also with with a lot of technologies, the, there's a hype cycle. And at one point, uh, a technology becomes a kind of common word to use, terminology, and there's a lot of expectations in it as well. Um, and I think if we, if we talk about big data, if we talk about AI, um, it's the yeah. same as, as if we talk about uh, autonomous cars, for example. Uh, people know it's there, know there are things moving in this domain with this technology and they're expecting uh, quite some things of it. And it doesn't necessarily mean that they know what they are talking about. But they, they are just making assumptions based on the, the buzz that's going around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are there any distinctions between big data? Of course, there's numerical data. There's a lot of text available. So Mm -hmm. what do you expect from both? I think if you look purely at what big data is, it's more of a numerical thing. I think big data, the original term stands more for multiple or a lot of points of small amounts of data uh, to monitor, for instance, your uh, industrial settings and and a full, yeah, power plant or, or something like that and when analyzing data or the, uh, the word data or the concept of data that we use is more textual data and the overall amount of data that we use or that we would like to use and that we look for is still reasonable although for a single person it's difficult to grasp all that information because there's a lot of information in there. Uh, but it doesn't mean that it's huge amounts. Sometimes it's yeah, just a few hundred megabytes or something, which is in terms of amount of data, not that much, but the value or the insights in there can be a lot. Mm-hmm. 
and on the other hand, you can have big data on just a single topic. Uh, but if you ha you have historical data on um, um, just for an example uh, temperature fluctuations over the last two centuries, for example, that could be big data. But that's only on one topic. There, so there's only limited conclusions that you can draw on it. Mm -hmm. Well, if you talk about innovation, what is then the role of data? Data is to get you information, mm -hmm. inspirations, insights. So what would be the next steps if we talk about a data-driven approach? It at least takes out quite some uncertainty. Uh, but just to be clear, you will never be able to tell the full truth because you're never able to grasp all of the objective data that there's available. But the more relevant data you have, the more certain you can be that... Um, you, you get a better insight, you get new insights, uh, you get a better overview of a situation if you know how to handle the data. And then from there, draw conclusions and define what next steps could be. Also, I think it's for us, the data, the analysis is a starting point. It's not the Definitely. goal. Yeah. Uh, a lot of customers often see, see it as a goal. They want to collect the data and draw the conclusions directly from the data. Mm -hmm. That's not what we do. It's not how we do it. We realize there's a, a big potential to, to get inspired or to, to see what is moving in the world on the topic or outside of the topic. So in the adjacent industries or um, identify topics that, that you haven't heard of before or that may be emerging new, recent. So you make a clear distinction between data, a data analysis, and insights, in fact, also an interpretation by the human. Human factor, people that are actually looking at the, the analysis, uh, making interpretations of the results that are presented, maybe in an objective, very visual, attractive way. Mm -hmm. And of course, um, is it intuition that also, and experience that plays a role in providing an insight based on the data analysis? I think there's multiple stages or phases when, when you get a certain amount of data or information available. You first have to kind of explore it, what's in there, uh, in, a, in a rather high-level way. To If you have a pool of data, you don't know what's in there, or maybe you know more or less what the main topic is. And then from there, you first explore more or less what's in there. Um, that's already some discoveries that you do. You get some first insights, maybe some discoveries that you say, hmm, I didn't know this, this was a subtopic or something that people were talking about. Um, for instance, looking at cars, it can be that people talk about not only the autonomy, but that you didn't keep in mind recyclability of a car. You mentioned Just discovery. Yeah. And I presume an innovation. An innovation, it's essential that you discover first. Yeah, yeah, certainty. In the first place, I, th I think you need to, to learn a lot on the topic. So we are not experts on a lot of domains that, that we have customers in, which means that we have to catch up. We need to grasp a lot of information and process as much information as possible in a short amount of time to catch up with them or at least be able to speak the, the same language and, and to, to set the same goals and to know what we are looking for. Uh, still with an open view and some unbiased um, so point of view. So it starts with a human interpretation, a human understanding? Certainly. But that's because you have to ask the right question before you go on a discovery trip. 
I think it's always a, ba a back and forth. You you know that there are some expectations or some things to be expected within the information or the data. And then you discover some new elements, you see if it's relevant, uh, and each time go back and forth to see what's in there and is it really of value to mm -hmm. me. Um, and that's an ever-ongoing process of yeah taking an overview and then deep diving in elements that's, that's more interesting to you. Mm -hmm. um, and it's it's like Simon just mentioned, yeah, we need to get up to speed as quickly as possible. And that's why you first need kind of an overview and then where you need more information, be able to dive in quickly because it always, no matter how much data or information you have, at one point you need to get into the details or, uh, or quite a specific level of details. Mm -hmm. uh, otherwise you don't get the real message from it. To the experience you have in an innovation and using data for innovation, what would be the chance that you find a holy grail somewhere, even when it's cross-industry, to solve a problem? What's its chance? I think Have you ever found the holy grail somewhere that is the ultimate solution? No, I, I don't think you're going to find it uh, in the data. If it's, if it's something known, it will be obvious and, and it will be known to the customer as well or to the, the situation as well. And if, if it's something unknown, something new it may not even pop up in your big data. So there's always a need for interpretation and, and sometimes it's even the, the misinterpretation of certain elements, certain words that uh, sparks some creativity and to that, that helps you to think in a, in a completely different direction. You may see uh, a word in a word cloud um, from an analysis, a, a word analysis that, that triggers you to, to look into it and it may be something completely different than what you expected in the first uh, place. Mm. And al also, like, like we mentioned before, there's, you're never going to be complete so there's always factors in there that even if you find some technology, for instance, what we, we always try to discover is technologies and, and technologies that might be able to serve a problem or might be able to push your solution to the next generation. Um, but there's always other factors than purely that technology. It could be that the technology is a really good fit for what you are trying to do, but for one or the other external reason um, that it, it doesn't happen. Um, and then even though it Technology-wise, it's the holy grail. There's other factors that uh, come also come into play. Might be good technology, but it's just ugly. So people won't buy the solutions that you put on the market. Um, so there's always a multitude of factors that come into play when looking at what will be successful. And we can take out, or data can take out a certain amount of uncertainty, but there's always some left. So... Just as an, a small recap, what is the advantage of using big data for innovation? And according to you, what are the points of attention or what are the things that you have to take care of? Well, I think uh, in the first place, the data analysis can help us understand the playing fields. So discover what's already known or confirm the known. It can help us discover new elements, which is the, the second uh, aspect or the second benefits of, of it. It will inspire us or, or form the basis of solutions that we can find. So we will always need some human interpretation, at least for now, I believe. 
but that interpretation, that human touch, really makes it tangible and makes it into a solution. Um, if you just have the data analysis, it will be very difficult to, to find the solution in there uh, crystal clear. So you need the interpretation and maybe you need to, to add something to it, make a concept out of it, add some creativity mm-hmm. um, and combine it with, with different uh, elements. And then the, the fourth aspect for me would be the reduction of the uncertainty. So really to, to build your story, to, to, to validate your ideas and to, yeah, to convince a customer eventually that this solution makes sense in the, in the context. The argumentation, why something is a good idea. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely agree that there's always uh, a step required where you do some human interpretation, whether it's selecting what's relevant or yeah, reimagining what you could do with it. And then maybe also something that I would like to mention that we don't forget that there's n- not everything is available in written data yeah, or just available to us or anybody. Um, there's some knowledge that's not really written down or just experience from people and so on. So you can do really a lot with data, but you have to be realistic of what you can do. Do you think you can do the same job and find the same conclusions or at least the same quality without the data, without the research? Not the same quality. I'm quite sure that it's it's the more inspiration you get, the more information you have, the more you can yeah, add to or build to the final, uh, the final solution. Um, that's why people tend to want to know everything up front so that they know what they can deal with and make sure that they don't miss anything out and if we wouldn't start from that research and that data-driven approach then our solutions would also not be as good as they as they can get so can we say that we can't live without the data but the data can also not live without us Ooh, <laughs> very poetic but yes <laughs> we can't say that i guess it's definitely friday afternoon <laughs> so what i have learned uh, today is uh, that and we're an innovation company that if we look at the role of data in our business is that it informs us it guides us it guides our clients it inspires us mm-hmm. and then from that point on we have to deal, we have to massage it, we have to bring it into ideas, real concrete ideas. Yeah. Uh, and that's, of course, uh, the extra layer of uh, the human brain, the human creativity. And that's, uh, I think that's a perfect match, isn't it? Yeah, it's, like, it's a bit like cooking. Data is the ingredients, but you still have to cook the recipe from it. That's a nice one. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, thanks for listening and uh, hope to catch up with you later. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.